everyone, and welcome to uh, this week's uh, Romance and Color podcast. Again, I am one half of the duo here at Romance and Color, Tati. And again, as we've said for the past couple weeks, uh, Yakini will be joining us later on after we get this whole quarantine COVID situation under wraps. Um, right now, she's in the epicenter in New York City. And uh, we're wishing her Godspeed uh, with everything as she's one of our um, essential workers here in the healthcare field. But in the meantime, um, I have a guest with me. Say hello, guest. Hello, guest. <laughs> it's my husband again, Jay. He's going to come on this week and we're going to talk about Netflix's Too Hot to Handle I think Netflix is doing a pretty good job with these uh, reality TV dating shows. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But in the meantime, I want to give a little recap of last week's um, show. Um, I want to thank Rita and my sore Michelle for coming on to talk about Insecure. We had a really nice dish fest about Insecure, the uh, latest episodes. Right now, I think they're about to be on episode five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's really heating up uh, with Molly and Issa and everything. You don't watch Insecure. No, I don't. I don't. It's so good, though, but you really should watch it. Maybe but, one day. Maybe one day. Um, but, yeah, I think we're about to be on episode five. So, yeah, it's so good. If you got HBO, please tune in. I'm really upset that the, the episodes are not an hour long. But Issa said, hey, I'm giving y'all ten episodes versus eight this season. So, get over it. <laughs> so, um. I also talked about watching romance uh, last week. I watched The Weekend. Well, my husband and I actually watched The Weekend with Sashir Zameda and Tom Bell. Um, that was really good. You remember about the girl and sharing her college friend and went to her mom's um, bed and breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a really cute movie. Um, and also starring Tom Bell. It was a Tom Bell weekend for me. I watched uh, Dog Days. So that was uh, some really good cute movies and i recommend some more movies in our watching romance uh segment at the end of the show as for the reading romance uh i hope you all enjoyed the little sample of my unnamed work that i gave y'all last week i gave them a little sample of what i'm writing my husband hears what i write all the time so he's like you know <laughs> not really <laughs> he's like oh that's nice <laughs> He's not all excited like that. I'm excited. Which one did you do? The Ari story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like Ari. Yeah, so I, so he's all invested in some characters. He's like, I don't like them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like they're real people. Um, But, yeah, I gave you all a little sample of what I was writing. And I hope you all enjoy that. From time to time, Um, I give you all a little sample of the writing. I didn't have my partner with me, Yakini, who would have been on the other end going, ooh, or that's <laughs> giving me feedback but um again i hope you all enjoyed it so uh, we're about to dish on uh netflix is too hot to handle so um stay tuned and we're back we are back and so um netflix during our time in uh, quarantine is giving us the content we need and that we didn't really ask for either. <laughs> but they're giving us the content we need as far as reality 
shows and docu-series and all that's concerned. From the crazy to the good. From the crazy to the good. We had Tiger King. And follow-up. And then the follow-up. And now we have uh, Netflix's uh, Too Hot to Handle. And so the premise of the show is all these sexy single people go to this fancy resort. I think they were in Mexico. I don't know where they were. I think they were in Mexico, actually. So they go to this fancy, nice resort, and they're there for several weeks. They meet all these hot people. And this um, thing that's sort of like Alexa, but her name was Lana, remember? Yeah, Yeah, Lana. Uh, It kind of tells them what to do every day and all kind of stuff. So remember, they got there the first night. And, um, they didn't know what was they didn't happening. They didn't know what was going on, but they noticed every single person was attractive. Yes. And everyone was, um, you know, scantily clad or yes. models. Or, models or, or very buff. Athletes. Yeah, mm-hmm. very buff. From all around the world. They had people from England. They had people from Australia, mm-hmm. Canada, the U.S., US. Canada. Um, they did not have any Hispanic people, I noticed. No, but there was a, a brown, no, I guess a dark-skinned looking person. I don't know where she was from. Um Lydia. Lydia. But she's from the UK, but I think she might have been um, Middle Eastern. Ah. Um, but so of course, everyone's getting excited. Excited. Stuff. Super excited. Until the next day where the Alexa thing, Lana tells them, hey, oh, by the way, um, there's $100,000 on the line. But the thing is, you cannot have sex while you're here. Or any, or, kind, of or any kind of physical contact or masturbation. So you can't do any of that for the time that they were there um, in order for them to win the money. And anytime anybody did anything, whether they kissed, they touched the kiss, they touched sexually, sexually, anything, the pot went down by X amount of dollars per act. And so they tabulated each sexual act like kissing was like what two G's or something. Three thousand. Three oh kissing was like three thousand dollars. And then, you know oral sex sex was like six thousand dollars. And then like going all the way was like twenty thousand dollars. So all of that to say the the pot was like on this big pot of a hundred thousand dollars for all of them the split was basically on the line. Right. Right. So um how it was, was, you know, they kind of have to all trust each other to not um, violate any uh, of the rules. Right. But obviously, you know, all these sexy people out there, you know, hormones are raging. Yes. Um, and, and they were deliberately put into positions where... They um, couldn't help but be sexual. Right, and be vulnerable to each and other. And be vulnerable to each other, yeah. Mm-hmm. These games they had to play, these, um, these like... Uh, Activities, activities and, stuff. and stuff, the conversations that they would have. I mean, the point was for them to kind of, um, for them to have some personal growth, but also to connect with someone on a well, deeper, deeper level. level yeah. yeah. So think about when we, why we talked about love is blind, where they were connected on a deeper level without seeing people at all. This premise is we want you to connect on a deeper level. Yeah, you see the people, you can see them, but we want you to actually see them talk to them, get to know them deeper than just, you know, sexual and physical, sexual and physical contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And matter of fact, um, they had plenty of opportunities for people to um, either go out on a date or um, just to uh, speak with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, when people started connecting on a real, on a real genuine level, 
Alexa would um It was Lana. Lana, I'm sorry. This is Amazon ain't paid us. Right, right. Uh let's call it bootleg Alexa. Uh, Lana, bootleg Alexa, yeah. Lana would give them a green light on these are uh, special watches that they wore. Right, you know? right. So they get a green light because they um, made a genuine connection. And mm-hmm. at that point, um, for that X amount of time, they can, you know, kiss. Kiss. You know, or still touch. nothing more. Yeah, still nothing more. They could kiss. They could, they could um, hold touch, hands. Talk, they whatever. could touch, talk, whatever. But, you know, let's, let's, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Would you have gone on this show, like, to where, like, you can't have sex? For like weeks and weeks with people, and all you do is like see them. I mean, they don't have on any clothes. Everybody was in a bikini. Right. Well, you know, there are plenty of people who are on their show who didn't come anywhere near to having any physical contact with them. That's anybody. true. That's you know? true. Um, I mean, they just weren't necessarily attracted to anybody. And people um, weren't attracted to them. Right. And then they had, like, and then some people, like that girl, um, she had such a nasty attitude about the whole thing. She was like, this is dumb. This is whatever. Because she wasn't really hooking up with folks. That was a Haley. Yeah, Haley. She yeah. was upset. Um, and they kicked her out early because of her lack of growth. Lack of growth. They wanted people to grow as individuals. Right. Yeah. So they have um they would have uh like meditation sessions or they would have um you know sessions just for the men or sessions just for the women. Yeah. You know, um and just talking about their deepest insecurities or you know things. There are flaws that I need to work on. Yeah, or what other people called them. They wrote, like, one exercise, they wrote, like, what people called them. And then um, they would kind of talk about why that made them feel a certain way. And then they had another exercise where they would stare into the other person's eyes that they had made, probably had made a connection with. Mm-hmm. And they just. Try to see what it can. Try to see what the connection was. Right. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, they had all these exercises for, for self-growth and for um, connecting with other people, too, mm-hmm. on a spiritual yeah. and deeper level. Not necessarily spiritual, just deeper, you know. I think the, 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 the producers of the show wanted them to say, hey, you already know you look good, but, you know, is there something more to it? And I think what really touched me the most about I mean, this show didn't have the same pull on me as Love is Blind. Because I don't think we had time. It was only eight episodes, and they were really short. And you didn't have time to get invested with the people. Right. It was really about the physical and the kind of quick interactions that the people had. So we weren't as invested as the people as we were in Love is Blind. Like we, we got up early to watch the finale of Love is Blind because we were invested. But I don't think this one had more people because all together. Yeah, it was, it was like, like 12, 12, to 12 to 14 people. It was a lot of people. Right. So it was, it was also hard to keep up with the names. Mm-hmm. But there were only three black folk on this whole show, y'all. Kells, who's from the UK. Sharon. Sharon and Rhonda. Right. Um, and Sharon and Rhonda were the couple that ended up kind of hooking up and developing a deeper connection. I will call foul on one thing, though. I just felt like Sharon played... I think he kind of played the black card to the white dude. Because... He, the white guy David, was kind of into Rhonda, and I think Rhonda was into him. But Sharon was like, "Yo, man, I saw a first man. You know, we having a deeper connection." Da, da, da. And I think, I think he kind of, in a subtle way, 
push the fact that, hey, you know, we black. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got something in common, but I don't necessarily think no. that's all the way. The thing, you know. Because what you didn't see is the fact that, you know, when, when they first got introduced, um, Rhonda kind of did a little head nod. And that was a connection that was made up front. That was, you know, um, what a head nod! Harry or whatever his name didn't see it. Or, it was David. David, he didn't see it, but it was a head nod. Damn, and, and a head nod. And, 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 you know, so, I mean, you know, it was a hey. So, so technically, he was right. He saw her first. Oh, God. I don't and, I mean, think so. And plus, you know, there was all the flirting, and she flirted with him first. Remember yeah, that's true. She flirted with him first. Right. But but David had a deep, I think, was getting a deeper connection with her. Because when they remember when they did that exercise and he was crying and stuff, holding hands. Yeah, but, I mean, he... I know he he didn't go to two girls first, but she went to both of them. I think yeah, she, you know she went to to um Sharon first, and she was like, "Oh, I met the love of my life." Then she started hanging out with David. And she goes, "Oh, I met the love of my life." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was kind of it was kind of like love is blind in that sense, where people was like, "Oh, I like him," or "I like him too." You know, right. I can't break up my mind. But there, everybody was so different. We had like. Some people who are just not very bright on this show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could tell like all they had were their aesthetics yeah, and their looks um, to kind of keep them going. I didn't get that feeling from the black people though. No, Kels they, they had some. They had some sense about themselves. I, I like Kels. Kels is all about his money. Like, Kels is about the money. I appreciate that. He was like, "Look, y'all are fuck it up, and y'all are y'all are bringing the bank down because he right. he didn't hook up with nobody. Uh, I mean, he and, like and, and, and then a girl tried to hook up with him." And he was like, nope, not happening. Right. And then the the black guy got upset with him. No, Harry got upset with him because he was went on a date with the girl. Right, right. The, the uh, Francesca, who was a skis. Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah, a yeah. complete skis, went on a date with him. And they showered together and everything. And she saw his yeah. His, yeah. his his Wakanda. And she was just like, <laughs> was like ooh, yes. And, uh, like, but she was like, but she was like, oh, I'm so into Harry, who looked like a well, no, complete no. nerd. But the reason why she, um, she, the reason why she, so she eventually turned him down the next morning, right? Right. It was only because he was like, I'm not trying to do nothing. I'm not trying to break no rules. Right. Right. I really want this money. Right. And she's like, no one ever turns me down. Right. And she was so <laughs> offended. She's like, nobody ever just rejects me. What the right. fuck is this so about? Now, she was so offended. Right. So now she's like, oh, you know, we just not vibing, blah blah blah. Let me go back to Harry, the first guy I liked. Right. You know, but uh, he from from day, he was true to himself from day one. He, he said, was. He's like, my money, money. He was calculating everybody's things. Like, you know, don't be looking at her too hard. <laughs> right, know? right, <laughs> right. But oh my god, when Harry and Francesca, they, okay, so so if you connected on a deeper level, you were able to spend a night in like a suite together. But the still. thing is, you still weren't supposed to be doing anything. Right. Well, Sharon and Rhonda spent the night, uh-huh. and they did a little something. Did they, they didn't go all the way, did they? They didn't go all the way, but they no. did a little something. Did a little something. So they yeah. got knocked down about 15 Gs, right? right? There was some oral. No, no, no. They were talking about 6 Gs. There was some, they didn't, no, they didn't do oral. No, there was some kissing and some other stuff. Right, right, right. But they didn't, they didn't go all the way. They, they, they did not have sex, right. right? So they kept true to it. But Francesca and Harry got in that suite. Oh my God. They threw about thirty four. They threw about thirty thousand dollars. And he was about to uh, uh, blow a gasket. He was about to blow a lid. He was like, wait a minute now. Yes. It was so funny. You know, the funniest part was, you know, at the end, close to the end, 
um, they had the opportunity to win some of that money back. Right, right. Uh, if um, if two people, the ones who were who who spent the most money, could spend the night and not do anything whatsoever, not even touch, not even do nothing. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, that was uh, Harry and Francesca. So they spent the final night in the suite together. Right. And everybody thought they were going to blow everything. But they actually ended up winning the money back. They mm-hmm. didn't do anything because they was like, we owe it to our friends to like get this money back. We really like these people, so we owe it to them to like get the money back. But what was funny was on, it was like, what was like the a few weeks in, they had brought like three more people in. Yeah, yeah. To the thing, and they're like, "Oh shit, you know what's gonna happen?" So it was like a British guy. I think he was mixed. They were both, all three were all, British. No, the girl was the one. Australia? No, she was from LA. Oh, okay. And um, the British girl and um, the, with the dark hair, I thought was Iranian or something. Right. And then the kind of mixed guy who looked like um, <laughs> um, that's Corey. Yeah, Corey with a nipple ring. Right, right, right. <laughs> who looked like Patrick Mahomes? Oh, okay. He did like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, I think he looked like him. But you know, they all, all those three new people um all came in and they already said that they, you know, they're not trying to follow no rules and they Right. To- they was like, We're trying to hook up and mm-hmm. we trying to get with it. But but the um girl from LA, she didn't find nobody. She didn't hook up with nobody. Um And then uh, the the dude, he was trying to get um Francesca from Yes, from yes, yes. <laughs> cause then cause because he went on a date with her, too. Right. He went on a date with her. Yeah, he went on a date with her, well, too. But nothing happened. But nothing really but everybody happened. Was, everybody was like, oh, my God. I don't know why everybody was up on Francesca. I, didn't, I think because she had fake titties. I mean, but so did Rhonda. Yeah, Rhonda had fake titties, too. Oh, well. Oh, well. I don't get it. So this whole thing lasted, what, four weeks? You tell me. You, you was reading up on it, so you uh, tell me the stuff you learned about it. The tidbits? The tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> the tidbits. <laughs> Little so so they were they they were on the island for about four weeks. Wow! Um, and there was cameras everywhere. Um, Every, wow! Everywhere. Yep, yep. Even in, even in the showers. Mm. Um, and and the point the reason for that is to um, ensure that no one would you know, masturbate. Oh lord! So they had cameras everywhere. Um, the only time that they weren't filmed really was um, when they were eating. You know, they didn't have to They wanted it to be like a big communal thing so right. everybody could really relax. They wanted to relax and just eat and bond with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't have cameras then. Um, we spoke about the fines and, you know, they, the uh, producers were talking about, like, how they came up with fines. I mean, they wanted to make sure that they were hefty, but um, not to the point where they were unmanageable. So, um, you know, a kiss would be $3,000 and oral sex would be $6,000. Um, and then the you know the ultimate oh, ultimate oh, thing would be twenty thousand right. dollars, but still manageable to the point where you know it's not like wiping out all your bank. They're not gonna drain the pot. The mm-hmm. pot, <laughs> drain the pot. Yeah, you're gonna drain the pot. Yes. Yeah. So, so it, was, it was interesting. It was interesting. I would say this is the best reality show they've done on here because I mean the circle and love is Brian have been the bomb. Right. But. This was interesting. I mean, the idea, did you think you could go like weeks for no sex for the bunny? I could. I mean, again, if I wasn't attracted to anybody, you know, if I mean, if I was out there just chilling on the beach, just smoking a cigar, drinking, <laughs> enjoying people's company and stuff, yeah. But I mean, if, say, if Rhonda they, came and just started sitting on my lap and talking about, hey, how you doing? It might be a problem. It might be a problem, you know. Yeah, I think eventually you'd be attracted to somebody out there. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
But again, if I was like Kells, I'm like, look, I'm just here to get this money. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy the free food, the drinks. Because they were on like an all inclusive resort. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have to like worry about a thing. There was free alcohol just flowing. Right. There was, you know, everything there. Like that was and the beach. Just, it, you know what was funny to me? The the one of the things the girls did when they looked at their vaginas, the yoni, their yonis. <laughs> oh, they had sex expert. I don't know if you all know uh, Shan Boudrum. She's real popular. She's been on YouTube. She's she has her own book. Um, she's been on many, many, many podcasts. Um, but Sharon Boudreaux was the sex expert. So she would do like um, activities and stuff with them about intimacy and stuff like that. So she was having them look at their quote unquote yonis with mirrors um, and, and draw pictures of them. And, you know, my yoni is this, my yoni strong and you know, all this stuff. And then the guys got mad afterwards. They were like, I think that activity made them all, you know, uptight and, <laughs> and just like, I don't know what that was about. But then they had an activity where they was all manly and, and warriors and throwing mud and they was crying and stuff too. <laughs> so that was funny. They they tried to like, you know, center activities on. Just individual um, growth. You know? Yeah, on individual growth or what they could, what they could like really, really like learn about themselves, which I thought was cool. Right. But I don't know on, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give this show? I'll give it a seven. You know, I give it a six, a strong six. six. Yeah. It wasn't Love Is Blind. Love that was a ten, one. but it was fun. I mean, <laughs> it was you know, fun. It was watched funny. It one day. It was it sad that we watched it? Yeah, we watched. We binged it. It was quick, like I said, yeah. quick eight quick episodes. Right. The narrator was the best part. She was funny as shit. What um, was her name again? Oh God! Well, what's her name? Uh, that wasn't part of your tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I thought it was Aisha Tyler, but it wasn't Aisha Tyler. It was oh God! What was her name? She's a oh, comedian. Oh my goodness! You forgot her name. Denise something. Oh Lord! So let's move on. <laughs> okay, Denise something. But she's a comedian. She's super super funny. Um, she she did remind me of um. Um, 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 Michelle from Other Circle. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was funny. It was, it was, it was hilarious. But I, I, I think I could do it. I mean, I and, and, I and then this time too. of COVID nineteen and us being spread far apart, people are gonna have to be in perhaps some sexless relationships for a while. I think you know. So I think this show is just preparing us for what the future of dating, well, not us, because I'm married, but my single folks out there, preparing them for what the reality of dating could be like uh, post-COVID-19. Remember, this was filmed a year or two ago anyway? About a year ago, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I like that they're they don't even give us any warning or any, you know, previews of you know things. The shows, coming up. yeah, uh, they just, just drop them. Like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, you know, it's not like they say, hey, you know, we're filming this. You know, check us out in two years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Netflix like, surprises you, mm-hmm. which is I'm like, whoa, okay. Like Love and Bl- Love is Blind. I mean, that thing two, was two, two years, years ago. ago. I know mm-hmm. that was crazy. And they're, they're filming now. Well, they were filming and yeah. they had to stop. Ain't nothing filming now. Yeah, they were filming in Chicago. They're they're um doing the next. Round in Chicago, so and I think they're talking about doing um a too hot to handle too. I'm um, here looking at the stuff right now, and they're, they're potentially going to do that. You think they did a two? Yep. They well, you know, this was three days ago, so they said they might or they could, but 
Um, they probably will. Yeah. They probably will. I mean, it was popular. Yeah. It was one of their, I mean, it was up there right past Tiger King. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was up there, and the, I mean, I think quarantine is making people look at stuff they would never right. look we at before. Everything. We are binging everything, so yeah, it's cool. I, I liked it though. I did too. It was cool. I yeah. give it a, like I said, I give it a strong six. six. But again, I could probably do sex, no sex for money. I'm just thinking about the vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you always want a free vacation. Yeah, I need to go outside. Yeah, but you find that baby. Give me out there. Give me out here. I hate it here. As a matter of fact, as we record this right now, our child is in her room yelling, Help me, help me, help me. Commercial break now. Commercial break. Let's go check on our kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, honey, for being part of the show as mm-hmm. usual. Mwah. All right. <laughs> Thanks. And I'll be back with our watching uh, and reading romance recommendations. Bye, y'all. Bye. Well, folks, uh, thank you to my husband for joining me for our little segment on uh, Netflix is Too Hot to Handle. Hope you all take a look at that. Um, So I'm coming with our watching romance and reading romance suggestions for this week. Um, I've been, like, like my husband said, we have been binging deep into uh Netflix and and um and uh Hulu and Prime. We literally have every service. We have Hulu, Prime, Netflix, Comcast, uh what else do we have? Disney Plus. So we have been binging all of those things and we own all of those things because, you know, we're parents, we have a toddler. We can't really go out like that to just, you know, to the movies and stuff like that. So um we have been doing our best to binge all these things during this quarantine time. So I've been digging into my BT Plus, which I also have a subscription to, um, and looking at some cute little movies on there. I saw one called Back to the Good Life, G-O-O-D-E, Life with Kyla Pratt. It had Kyla Pratt in it. It had Estelle in it. It had Lamar Tate, who's Lorenz Tate's brother, and it was super cute about this woman who was in finance, and her company gets taken down on some kind of Ponzi scheme thing, and then she has to go home and kind of rebuild her life, and her childhood sweetheart's there, who's a doctor, and um, you know the guy, I can't think of his name, but he plays on uh, Ballers, well, he played on Ballers um, with uh, John David Washington, who is, ooh, Lord, he's so far. But, um, yeah, he, it was a, such a cute little romantic movie. So if you have BT Plus or check out um, On Demand, because I think it's also on BT Her. So um, it's, a BT, it's a BT Her original movie. Um, so check it out. Again, it's called Back to the Good Life with Kyla Pratt. Um, as far as reading romance, um, segment, I am a girl who absolutely loves westerns i've grown up watching gunsmoke and i don't can't even tell y'all how many times i've seen unforgiven and all these other westerns uh growing up and so i absolutely love westerns and books with cowboys and westerns and black people um so this one is called if the boots by rebecca uh witherspoon and it's her part of her Cowboys of California series. Because, yes, people, 
There are cowboys in California. There are cowboys all over these United States who are black, who actually ride their horses up and down. I know my friends in Houston can probably tell you right now about the black cowboys who ride their horses up and down the highways like it's nothing. Um, but yeah, this is called If the Boots by Rebecca Witherspoon. Again, part of her uh, Cowboys of California series. And to give you all a little um, tidbit about what it's about, here's the write-up. Working as the personal assistant to one of Hollywood's cruelest divas has left Amanda Queen more determined than ever to sell her screenplay and gain her independence. In the meantime, she'll settle for a temporary escape. When her employer is failed by the flu on Hollywood's biggest night of the year, Amanda gets her glam on, stressed out the door, and parties with the glitterati, but she never expects to come face-to-face and closer than close with one of the hottest stars in the game. Following up his first Oscar win with a steamy after-hours romp with an enigmatic woman seems like the perfect way for actor Sam Pleasant to celebrate until she suddenly disappears. Worse, she's vanished with the wrong swag bag, the one containing his Oscar statue, leaving Sam even more intrigued about the beauty's identity and wondering if a repeat performance of their amazing night is in the stars. And when a second chance encounter happens, only a trip to Sam's family ranch and revealing the whole not-so-always-glamorous truth about themselves will give them a chance to turn one magical night into forever. Ooh, this sounds steamy. You got you got Oscars, you got glamorous uh, actors, you got uh, identity switching, you got a romance on a ranch. I mean, this sounds like the perfect book for these hot summer nights that we're going to have coming up because I guarantee it's probably going to be burning up after we get out of this quarantine situation. So check out uh, If the Boots by Rebecca Witherspoon. So that's it for this week's uh, Romance and Color podcast. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll bring you something else um, cool. Maybe Netflix will drop something new. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely be talking about something to pique your romantic interest. But in the meantime, uh, say a prayer for our uh, essential warrior, uh, Yakini, and we will talk to you later. Godspeed and God bless. Be safe, wash your hands, and stay six feet apart from each other if you can. Bye.